0: You are listening to Inside Mountain Bike Radio. This episode of Inside Mountain Bike Radio is brought to you by Progold. Progold provides a complete lineup of bicycle care products that keep you rolling. Check out bikes.progoldmfr.com for more information. It's also brought to you by VeloFuse. VeloFuse is a U.S.-made, high-performance tire sealant that provides superior flat protection. For more information... Or to order, check out velofuse.com. Hello, and welcome back to Mountain Bike Radio. I am your host, Ben Welnack, and with me, a uh, frequent guest to Mountain Bike Radio, Chloe Woodruff. She recently uh, took the win at the Shawamigan 40. Welcome to the show, Chloe.
1: Hi, thanks for having me on the show again.
0: Yeah, no problem. I appreciate you coming on. You're always a good guest to, you know, good perspective and positive outlook, and it's it's good to have you on. So thank you.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah.
0: Um, all right. So Schwamigan 40, we talked about it last year. We had you on last year and had Travis on, your husband, on last year as well. Um, and it didn't quite go as you planned last year, but it seems like it did this year. So
1: yeah, uh-huh. we'll
0: we'll dig into the race specifics in a bit. I just want to just step back a bit and maybe talk about a little bit leading up to the race. Was there anything you know, were there any races or anything, any training or did you just have a chill week or, you know, anything in particular leading up to the race?
1: Um, you know, we actually, I mean, it was actually an incredibly relaxing week. Um, you know, my husband Travis is from, uh, Spooner, which is just, you know, a little bit Southwest of, of the Hayward area. And, uh, yeah, so we get to, to spend, you know, a, a week and a half before the race um, visiting with his family and in uh, Shell Lake and Trigo. So, um, you know, we couldn't have had, I think, a better lead-up to the race and even had a chance the weekend before to get out there and, and pre-ride the whole, you know, the whole course, too. So that always helps. And, um, you know, we had gorgeous weather up there and just a really kind of really nice lead into the race.
0: Okay, which is, I mean... Having a relaxing, you know, time is probably more important than anything, huh?
1: Yeah, you know, it, it helps. And, you know, things have been busy, too. I mean, we've been kind of getting ready for for Interbike and lots of stuff going on. But, uh, okay. you know, it's there's like a certain pace of life up there, which I think is, I don't know, good people. Yeah. So, and, you know, and catching up with family. And, you know, it has been a year since i have been back up to Wisconsin, so... Um, It was a really, really nice visit.
0: And and for people listening, if you're not familiar with the Shawamigan 40 and the Spooner area and the Trago, I mean, we're talking about towns that are small. (laughs) I don't even know the populations, but I can't imagine what a Spooner population is. Spooner.
1: I don't know, know. maybe 2,500. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, it's it's a great little town. So there's a few good downtown there. And, um, you know, so it's, yeah. You know, it's good. if yeah. you can stop, stop in next
0: time. <laughs> yeah, it's just always interesting to talk. You know, to your I guess level. You know, pro mountain bikers. You guys are traveling and doing all this stuff, and you you know stay at uh, you know parents or stay wherever for a short time. And you're just always you know living around. It seems, and it's just it's a difficult. I, I like to get perspectives because it seems like it's it's a it's one of those things it seems like it could be difficult to manage for somebody that's new in the whole yeah. game.
1: Yeah. You know, and it's, it's, you know, I guess it's a lifestyle that we've kind of um, picked and, and mm-hmm. we're so, and, and, you know, a lot of, I mean, we're so fortunate that we, you know, we can travel as much as we do and we always try to keep that part in perspective. So, you know, and, and like last summer we got to spend six weeks up in that area and that was just such a, a great experience to, you know, not only get, spend some time with family, but, you know, to, to, to train in the area. We got to go on some group rides out of uh, Sealy, and, you know, we raced to Sealy Prefat, which is another race up there, and believe it or not, like, I mean, there's a great mountain biking culture in that whole area, so great trails to ride, and so, you know, even in kind of, before I met TJ, I would have guessed, you know, I never would have guessed there, like, people people mountain like there are no mountains but yeah. you know it's it's got quite the vibrant mountain g- bike culture and uh yeah so yeah anyway and, it's great every year yeah so that, if you haven't been to swan race it sometime and uh, it's definitely one of those bucket list kind of events
0: yeah and so. it's i mean that's why there's 1700 people that do it yeah. Or, I don't you know, know I and that's from the, the Schwannigan
1: 40. Yeah. I think they and then on top of that, you've got the pre fat race. Oh, right. Around.
0: So you're probably over, the, uh, right over 2,000. The short and
1: fat. Yeah. The short and fat racers. So, um, and that's a shorter event. I think 16 miles. Um, juniors and kind of beginner racers can, um, race that event. Yeah.
0: So, so it's a whole good, whole good weekend. So it's a, it's a big deal to win. So congratulations. Thank
1: you. Yeah. Thank you.
0: And, uh, so I, you know, we're, Last year when I had you on, you know, it didn't, after that, you had finished in fifth place in two hours and 30 minutes. I don't think that's what you wanted to do (laughs) coming into it. Yeah, no. It seemed like you were feeling good coming into it, and then it just didn't work out. So how did it change this year? Like what, how did it go, you know, compared, was there anything that you did differently or, you know, how'd it go? Well, one of the biggest
1: things I've been having, um, you know, I, I had, some issues with my back um, leading into last year's race, and you know it's such a it's it's a pretty long race, and you know it's pretty rough out there, and you know I I went out too hard, you know this was last year, and and completely blew up on fire tower climb. Just I mean I was walking up at it at parts. So um, this year I definitely knew that um, I had to you know, maybe dial it back a little bit at the start, or at least um, <laughs> I really wanted to make it up Fire Tower this year and be competitive. So, you know, I wanted to give myself a chance to fight at the end. Um, but it's still a very tactical race because, you know, you start with 1,700 other people, and, you know, you're racing with the men. So it's a NASCAR event. We're ta- I mean, the trails we're talking about, there's ski trails, and then, you know, like some dirt roads, too. So it's really punchy. You've got these short, steep climbs that you're, you know. So it's a really high-speed race, too. So drafting is really important. Um, So it's this, like, point between, you know, you want to be going hard enough and fast enough at the start to get into a fast group, but you don't want to overdo it. So, um, you know, and actually at the start of this race um, this year, I think about a third of the way in, I had no idea where Jenna or Sarah, you know, or Abby, like any of the other strong riders, I had no idea where they were. And in fact, like, it turns out Jenna and Sarah Kylander were both, you know, in a group ahead of me. And, um, like the group I was in ended up catching Sarah. And at that point I found out Jenna was still up the road. So, um, yeah, so I think tactically I just kind of um I played my cards right and you know, we caught Jenna right before fire fire tower climb and uh in this race that's kinda of where I made my move. So Okay.
0: Um, and and was that a did it kinda of, was that your I guess that was your plan is to hit it at Fire Tower? Yeah,
1: I mean it kinda w of, I not you know, you have to wait and feel how things kinda right. play out. Right. Um I actually I wasn't really feeling all that great at the start of the race and and the group I was in, um, like once we got into on the Berkey Trail, um, where you have these like rollers and you're on you're riding on this grass and really punchy climbs, I kind of felt like I could kind of, you know, I was able to ride at the front of the group and even take a couple turns at the front. So, um, you know, I wasn't I wasn't getting dropped off the group by any means. Okay. So,
0: so how about yeah. how does somebody like you? You know, we're all all this normal people. Um, <laughs> get, I'm normal. Well, I'm
1: totally normal. <laughs> well, you're normal,
0: but in a bike, bike perspective, you're fast. Um, you know, you're leading out. Mm-hmm. When you're talking, you're leading with, you know, taking polls on in front of a group. It's with a group of guys. Uh-huh. Just to give people an idea. Like, you were – it seemed, uh, just from looking from the results, it looked like it was a good pack of maybe 10 to 15 at some point. Um, yeah. You, were, you know, how do you – you know cuz nor you look down lower in the results right and you have the you still have all these different groups so let's say 15 people racing together and they're all kind of taking turns and all that stuff how do you you know how does talk about the how it works for you you know in that <laughs> well because how do you decide okay so now you know i have jenna here i have sarah here you know in the in the race leader or from the race leader's perspective you know how do you decide Okay, I'm going to dial back. I'm just going to hang here for a while until they get pissed at me or do you do you take the initiative to like are, are you one to take control of the 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 group and say, "Hey guys, we're doing this and this," or you just kind of hang in there and then sneak attack?
1: You know, honestly, it's kind of a um like when you're riding in a group of guys like that, and this is what in some ways makes this race really unique and fun. It's because you get to race with the guys and, you know, and some of them really get into the women's race too. Like they'll, you know, they'll ask you if you're in the lead or, you know, they'll say, Hey, Jenna's still up the road or, you know, like <laughs> they cool. want to know yeah. what's going on. Yeah. Sometimes they want to help you. Yeah. And, uh, and what's funny too is like, I mean, honestly, the groups I was in, I didn't work that much. A lot of times you're, I mean, it's, it's a hard pace. So, mm-hmm. you know, any time there's like a rise in the course I mean you're you're pinning it and that was part of my approach was to just keep the pace high and whenever it would like lag a little bit people might sit up that was kind of when I took the opportunity to kind of make my way towards the front or you know and it's it's funny when you're a girl and you kind of stick your nose up at the front immediately guys start you know getting back to work so (laughs) You know, it's kind of a, a different experience that way. And, you know, as far as racing, you know, with Jenna and Sarah, it's, I mean, I think it's it's really, I don't know, it's just really a different type of racing and it's fun. And, you know, both of those girls, I mean, they have so much experience in races like this. And, you know, it's kind of similar to to Orta Shore. And Jenna and I raced Orta Shore last year, and it was like head-to-head racing the whole time, and it came down to a sprint. So... You know, and I was prepared for that, too, this year. I mean, I, you know, whatever, you know, you, any anything can play out at the end, so. Mm-hmm.
0: When did you know you had it, had the win? Oh, not
1: until I crossed the line, because I had been actually dropped off of one of the groups I was with. Um, we had been able to separate on at the top of Fire Tower Climb, and, and you've got the last few miles, which are really hard to finish, and, and I actually got popped from a group, and. So, um, I had a little bit of time out there by myself and it was like, you know, I'm checking my shoulder constantly and everyone I see behind me, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's Jenna. (laughs) Like she can finish a race strong. So, you know, and she wasn't very far behind me and, um, had it been any longer, it would have been, um, pretty hard. So
0: do you prefer that to have like to be on the chase all the way to the end? Or do you like it where you can just, you know, last few miles where it's like, all right, I got it. No, no worries. Just keep it upright. Do is do you prefer one over over the other? Or is it just kind of whatever the race turns out to be?
1: Uh, you know, I I really like head to head racing and I think sometimes that's where I have been able to excel in, you know, races like well in short track races and um so in some ways I think I can perform the best when you know, when I am riding right with someone, okay. it's very like simple, like finish. It's like, okay, they're right here. I have to beat them to the finish line first. Um, so, and, and and it can be especially challenging if you're getting chased by someone because you know you're really not supposed to look behind yeah. you. You know, so it's the race is ahead of you, and you just have to give it everything you have. But there's this temptation to be like you know, paying attention to what's behind you too. So not something I've really struggled with just to kinda keep focused forward and on my you know, kind of my own thing I guess. Um but, you know, and I think that a lot of racers kind of have experienced that too, where it can be really hard to be chased at the end of a race. Mm-hmm. Um but, you know, you gotta gotta I guess figure out how to you know, how to finish a race like that yeah. too. So this was a yeah, it felt good at the end and um it was, it was exciting and it was fun and
0: so. So you think if, yeah. you think if you would have been, uh, if Jenna would have been there a little bit closer, you could have broke that 215 mark? <laughs>
1: we could have what?
0: You could have broken that 215, cause you finished in like 217, right? Okay. Yeah, have, I don't,
1: what's, I don't even know what the course record is. I don't know either, like, I
0: just know that 215 just seems to be, not that 217 isn't fast, but 215 yeah. seems to be like, you know, a good, uh, good mark for anybody.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Doable. Maybe, maybe we'll work for that. Try for that one next year. (laughs)
0: So you're you're, Um, you're going back.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, so TJ, my husband has done this race. I think he's only missed it one year in the last, I don't know how long. Um, so it's definitely one, one that, and this was my second year racing and I, you know, I don't really want to miss it again. So <laughs> gotcha.
0: so what's on the uh, tap for the rest of the year then?
1: Well, um, we're we're just uh on our way to Interbike. So I'm racing across Vegas Wednesday night. Um so if anyone's in Vegas it'd be great to see you guys. Um and I'll be actually at the Crank Brothers booth a bit too through this week. So um yeah. And you know, it's a great opportunity. So we'll get a chance to kind of catch up with sponsors and yeah. you know, uh
0: and cross, and Vegas then after is a, that, cross Vegas. Cross Vegas. Did you race? I think I remember you racing Cross Vegas last year. Was it last year? I did. Okay. Yes. And how'd that yes. go? For you? I
1: didn't have a very uh not so great. No. Um, you know, I had made the lead group, but this was early in the race and I found myself like kind of up there and I'm like, Oh, this is great. But then I was like, oh, I am already redlined. I might get dropped very soon. And the racing hasn't even started. So I actually ended up attacking the whole group. It was mm. <laughs> it was like a suicide attack. It yeah. was not very smart. But I figured if I was going to get dropped, I might as well just, you know, yeah. I don't know, well, attack off the front and then get dropped.
0: <laughs> the thing is, it seems like, I mean, everybody's there to kind of hang out and talk to sponsors and meet people and do that kind of thing. But it's. You know, it seems like maybe that's, for some people, I don't know if this is the case for you, but that their priority is doing business and not necessarily racing, where some people come into it, like, ready to race and not so much the priority of doing business.
1: Yeah, you know, I think everyone, it's, it's a really important race. You know, you can have a chance to race in front of your sponsors. Um, but, you know, it's also a big, you know, people are hanging out at the show all day, and so you know, I'm, I'll be out there Wednesday, and so you know, it's what you know. Everyone I think is kind of in the same boat with, gotcha. with Cross Vegas.
0: Gotcha. So, so what's yeah? Is there any big ones after that then, or are you just doing the cross season? And what's the?
1: I'm actually flying back to. I'm flying to Milwaukee first weekend of October, and I'll be racing. Um, at the wigwam mountain bike challenge in sheboygan which is the last wars race yeah
0: what's up with that i am
1: so i don't know i am pumped to go out there you know i'm actually i'll be teaching a you know leading a mountain bike clinic um saturday before the race so that i i don't know the date right now but it's the first saturday of october um in sheboygan so i'll teach a clinic on that day racing on Sunday,
0: so, cool. um, yeah, and then, is that your, hmm? how many other wars races besides Subaru Cup have you done?
1: Yeah, I raced in Wausau once, okay. once, and then, uh, Wausau, I think it was, and then I think I've done one other, cool. so I haven't done very many of them.
0: Cool, no, that's cool, it's, um, it, it, it sounds like it'll be you and Abby then fighting it out for, uh, for the race, <laughs>
1: yeah, so, yes, yeah, so I'm excited. Yeah, cool. um, I hear it's a great course out there, yeah. so I'm pretty much. I mean, the, like, the fall, as long as huh? it
0: wasn't rainy like last year.
1: I know, but you years. know, maybe <laughs> if we don't talk about it, maybe it won't rain. No,
0: I know, I know. We just had we had a, there was an ongoing discussion about some people were really pissed that they tore the course up and all this stuff. So,
1: anyway. oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's
0: it is what it is, yeah, but yeah. Course.
1: So then, so pretty much the fall, I get to do a lot of. And then um, I'll race Iceman. Yeah, in and that's what
0: I was going to ask you. Like, what? What it seems like everyone's heading over there. Yep. Cool.
1: So, um, TD and I will both be up there for that, and we are excited about
0: it. Cool. Well. Uh, yeah. Thank you. For, first of all, congratulations again. Um,
1: yeah. Thank and you.
0: Thank you for coming on. I, you know, I definitely appreciate you coming on, taking the time, and uh, yeah, good luck. I'll,
1: all right. We'll, well, we'll catch up again. Yeah,
0: we'll definitely. Maybe after Ice Man. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. We'll catch up and see how it all went. So, thank you. All right. Have a good one. All right. Bye. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to another episode of Mountain Bike Radio. Be sure to head over to MountainBikeRadio.com to find a full listing of all the shows, recent episodes, archives, and you can buy some swag t shirts, socks, stickers, and you can become a member in which you get deals on coaching nutrition, products, and a whole bunch of other things. So be sure to head over to mountainbikeradio.com and you'll find all the info you need. Thank you.